Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group here at RSA Conference 2013. I'm talking with David Knight of Proofpoint, and David, Proofpoint is actually a cloud-based provider that focuses on email security. But what I find most interesting is what you're doing in the spear phishing space, which I guess makes sense when we talk about email security. But we were talking earlier about the fact that financial services is the most often targeted industry, and it's not necessarily customers that are being targeted, it's the employees themselves. And you mentioned a recent incident in which um, a spear phishing attack was very targeted, flew under the radar, and was actually able to infiltrate a system. Could you give us a little perspective on what this attack was? Absolutely. The industry's documented for quite some time the, the highly targeted spear phishing attacks. What we're seeing is a new class of broad-scale targeted attack we, we've dubbed longlining. These are high-volume attacks that are massively rotated. We saw one just last week on February 22nd that uh, targeted a number of financial services firms. We saw over the course of a two or three hour period the bad guys generating 900,000 different messages from 30,000 individual IPs, talking to 125 different compromised sites and more than 50,000 individual senders with rotated content, all in an automated fashion. This meant that no organization saw more than two or three versions of the same message, so it effectively flew under the radar of traditional reputation and content-based security mechanisms. What's really interesting is at the end of that payload, so those 125 different compromised sites, all pointed to uh, an exploit kit hosted in, in Eastern Europe, actually, that had two PDF and a Java exploit. And each one of those installed, once the exploit was happened to a traditional rootkit, to capture credentials and, and other things to, uh, to compromise corporate networks. And when we analyzed that payload and ran it against standard AV, we found that uh, it was only detected by four out of 46 of the AV engines we looked at. And this was 12 hours after the attack started. I suspect when it started, it was completely invisible to traditional AV. Would you say that spear phishing remains one of the primary concerns that financial services faces right now? Absolutely. I, I was talking to a, a large financial service organization here in North America that had done forensics of where their infections were coming from. And they determined that 91% of them had actually come from email-borne links. So that was the the initial infection vector, was these inbound malicious spear phishing attacks. And so what's the solution? Is it more a technical problem or an education problem when it comes to what to look for as far as social engineering? Sure. Education never hurts. And, and we clearly need to do more of it. Uh, we found that the click-through rates on these malicious URLs are 9 to 10%, which is really high. And uh, we've also found that 19% of these clicks come off the corporate network with users working from home or from their mobile devices. So certainly we need to educate them, but that alone isn't enough because it only takes one click to then compromise a machine which can own the network. So we also need to put in more advanced technologies that are doing dynamic sandboxing of these links, uh, doing not only delivery time but click time protection, and they need to work both on and off the corporate network. Uh, not surprisingly, this is an area where we're investing heavily with our targeted attack protection product. Preventing the spear phishing mm -hmm. attack from being successful in the first place is obviously the end goal, but let's say that one of these attacks is successful. How do you trace the tracks? Can you go back to see where a compromise occurred or how it occurred? We think visibility is key because these attacks uh, don't happen just once. They're persistent. They're going to keep trying. So it's really important to have that end-to-end -end visibility. So we're actually using big data systems to track every link that we deliver to every URL, and we constantly rescore that. 
we now know this is bad today. We didn't know it was yesterday. We'll actually alert our customers and say, hey, we delivered to you something yesterday that's now bad. You need to go look at it. And so we can provide who it came from, who it went to, what was the payload, detailed forensics. So you can go inspect that machine and look for evidence of the infection because it's likely going to be invisible if you don't know what you're looking for. Uh, all of that helps you more quickly respond and remediate before real serious damage can be done. And I know we talked about this earlier, and that is kind of the big data approach here. And I know that a buzzword that's that's often overused, but how does big data play into this to helping track the normal flow of traffic or help to monitor when an anomaly occurs? Sure, we're using uh, big data in, in two key ways. And by big data, we're actually running big Hadoop clusters in the cloud to analyze all the traffic and all the URLs we see. The first thing we're doing is trying to find those low-volume inbound attacks the first time. Our head of engineering calls it finding a needle in a needle stack because they look just like all the other uh, messages you're going to see. So we can actually build traffic model norms for every individual and every organization about who they normally interact with, uh, what IPs, uh, and volumes, so that we can spot these anomalous emails and then flag those for extra security. Uh, And we do that by rewriting the URLs, which we can then dynamically sandbox uh, at click time. The second thing is the one I just mentioned, where we keep track of all that history. Any security product is 100% effective today. But tomorrow I'm going to know more than I do today, and I'll find out things that I might have missed. Well, we're using the big data systems to keep track of all that information and provide you that dynamic view uh, into your overall um, security profile. And it's a lot of information, so it requires these kinds of uh, big data systems to, to keep that current. David, thank you for your time. Great, thank you.